So I'll tell you a story about no, 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 both places, oh, Roscoe. Okay. When so I was boats or 19, boats? my mother always said, I want to take you to Disneyland. So I was living in New York. She said, I'm coming to America, I'm going to take yeah, you to Disneyland. Oh, You're 19. Fucking, oh, I'm going to fucking Disneyland. I'm 19 years old. I'm taking you to Disneyland. We're going to Florida, I'm flying over, and we go to Disneyland. So oh, Disney fuck. World. We're in Florida, yeah. Yeah, Florida's Disney World. So we get down there begrudgingly, so I've had to leave behind... You know the uh, the excitement of Manhattan Ooh. to go to spend a week in Florida with my mother and my godmother. Yep. So we get to Disneyland. Yeah, I'm humping around. Story gets better. I'm humping around. Get back one of my fucking Disney World for this shit. So it's like we're gonna go and get a photo with Mickey Mouse. I'm like, I don't want to get a fucking photo with. You're Mickey 19. Mouse. 19 years old. You got oh, birds God. waiting for you in Manhattan. <laughs> I had been. Oh, one second. Can I, I have been Minnie Mouse? This deep in Manhattan, and it was like I'm in Florida. This is this is really upsetting things. So anyway. We have to go and get a photo with Mickey Mouse. Oh, we get a photo with Mickey Mouse. We have to. Okay. Got to stand in a queue because Mickey Mouse, one of the characters, had been like beaten up and thrown in a pond <laughs> two weeks before. <laughs> so <laughs> they weren't walking around anymore. So you had to stand in a queue yeah. and wait and get your photo taken with Mickey Mouse. I'm standing in this queue half an hour. Anyway, so we get to the front of the queue. So they go and get your photo taken with Mickey. Yeah, right. Mickey. Well, just you. Just, just me. They're standing there watching that. They just wanted me to get a photo. Like, Taking the piss, right? And I'm getting really upset. Really upset. No, but the, story, the story's better. <laughs> so anyway, so I finally get to the front of the queue, stand with Mickey Mouse, get my photo taken. I say, Mickey, I hear you and Minnie are getting a divorce. And, and Mickey can't talk, right? Mickey's like, oh, shit. Oh, he's doing those ones with the covering Supposedly, she's just been fucking goofy lately. Right? <laughs> so this is a, a factual story. So Mickey, Mickey then loses her shit. And starts, really? la- ah, starts laughing her head off. Minnie. Her. Mickey. Hang on, hang on. So Mickey starts laughing. What was the first sentence? I missed So, told Mickey a joke. Mickey started laughing. Yeah. Mickey wasn't meant to make any noise. That's one of the, like, the rules there. that you have on your character. Yeah. You can make zero noise. So anyway, she cracked up. And her manager's eyeballing and just getting the shit the whole bit. <laughs> so I felt terrible because she got in trouble. And I heard the... The laugh, I went, oh, that's not actually a Mickey, that's a Minnie. Oh, there's a girl inside Mickey, I get it. I'm staying over at one of these things. Can't, I'll buy you a drink, I'm really sorry about your I'll buy you a drink! I'm, I'm really... Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, really, I'm really sorry about your trouble with your boss. Please let me buy you a drink. Here's where I am, just, you know, whatever. So, later that evening, sure enough, to her word, his word, Mickey Mouse shows up. It's like an 11 and a half out of 10. No way. And it's like 21 no years old. Way. And the rest of my three days in Florida was fantastic. One we were far too busy to go back to the park. Oh, okay. I still give you the back lots of you. So, yes, my claim to fame. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast, turning 100. Pensioners. Is it 100? It's a hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred. It's a hundred. Uh, we've got we're having a special night at Vino's in uh, the Bankstown Sports Club, Little Italy. Little Italy. It's um, Warner Brothers movie world. What do so, you call it? So you can hear that's uh, Ross is uh, Galenis is joining us, and hello all the staff on the other end of the table. And we've got all our friends that have supported us and helped us, and we'll we'll go around around the room and, and say good day. So. Brad from uh, North Shore BMW. Brad, mate, welcome. G'day, thank you. Thanks Congrats, for, mate. Thanks for all your cars. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll give them back. Yeah, yeah. We'll give them eventually. Back. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. There's the check, right, there's the check hasn't cleared. Yeah. Yeah. The check hasn't cleared. We've got a- Andrew, our, our, our international reporter who comes with me to see him every year. Welcome. G'day, Peter. Congratulations. Well done, mate. Thank you. We've not got out. 100 not out. 100 not yeah. out. Tom, the roving reporter, is here. G'day, how are you, Zor? Uh, Chris from Collectors here. 
I'm surprised you guys lasted 100 episodes. <laughs> I'm really surprised, yeah, but I'm very proud of you. I'm, I'm surprised, surprised they can count to 100. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Peter. It's great when, to be when, here. We started, when we started, I thought, oh, we need guests, we need guests. We had Chris number three, and I thought that was it. So we don't have anyone else. So, <laughs> Our ratings were hitting the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, then we've got a couple of good ones after that. <laughs> and welcome to my brother George. He just recently got married and got every portion Sydney. Hang on. Good on you, Hey. hey. It's his first night out without the wife, so there you go. First of all, he's a bit dumb. You get one every 10 years. She's outside waiting. So basically, yeah, we're just having a a special celebration, as you can hear. We're uh, having some uh, fine Italian and just talking and and, and saying thank you. And and most importantly, I mean, I'll probably say at the end, uh, thank you to to you guys listening and supporting us and uh, listening to our show. Just bunch of blokes talking cars and shit, shit, shit yeah. and, and everything else that we can think of but yeah no thanks a lot so there you go that's Excellent. it that's it we brought the content over yeah. well, while we've got Brady no 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 while we've got Brady ask him a question there's been a lot of controversy because everyone out there knows I'm a BMW guy yes had the F80 M3 yes now the X5 M love it the new which Everyone would describe it as ugly as shit. Spit it out. If you the new M3, oh. M4, I've seen it in the flesh. I love it. I'm getting a lot of people telling me I'm crazy. What it's, do you, it's, talk to us. It's a weird car in that it photographs terribly, but in the metal, it just all makes sense. That makes a similar comment to the Rolls Royce Cullinan. Is that correct? Oh, that car's hot. Yeah, we're talking about I think that the the with so many of these designs, right, you, you sort of look at them and it doesn't make sense and something's different and you know, you, you can't quite get comfortable with it. But looking at those in the metal, um, it just works. If the grill works, the lines in the bonnet works, everything just makes sense with it. When the X7 came out, yep. everyone said, oh my God, that, that thing's grill. hideous. Yep. Well, you saw the memes around it, right? The whole grill was a car. And, and, and now, it's kind of normal, right? Yeah. And now you look at the old ones and go, oh, well, that was Chris Spangle's just flame designs in the 90s. Yeah, they're still standing the test So of you time. go back to the, the, the 6, the 5 and the 7 that he did. Um, those cars, for a while, I mean, when they first came out, they were Codric. all good. If you look at one of those now, um, they are... It's absolutely stunning. Yeah. A six yeah. series yeah. convertible. You grab a six fifty cabriolet Beautiful. in one of his, it just is yeah. just it's, what it's timeless. Two thousand ten you could go yeah. up to yeah. Yeah. Six, six They kept back. the same lines going. Yeah. They softened the boot, they took off yeah. that little extra they, bit of the, the taxi back. back. They took off the taxi. Correct. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it made, I mean they, they just they just last, mm. you know. Mm. So I think that the new the new three and four, once people see it on the road, um, It'll, it'll make it'll the old, make, it'll make it'll make the old one look pretty old. Pretty I quickly. think manufacturers are doing these designs to actually steal the show for a bit. You have to be like if you for years. I mean, when I started my career with Audi and have spent a lot of it with BMW, you look at all three of them. They're kind of a bit melange. They went through this stage that they all kind of look the same. Mm. An A4 is kind of like a, a, a three series, kind of like a C class. You, you really came down to just that personal preference about an interior, or otherwise. I miss polarising design. Yeah. And you look at manufacturers like Peugeot and Renault and go back to Saab and Alfa Romeo, oh, Saab. right? 
the people you'd sit there, they were different. Yeah, they, they were different. Yeah, they were. And you could go like a Saab 900. Nothing looked like it. No. Nothing's ever looked yeah, like right. it. Who the hell puts a key in the middle? Yeah. Like, mental. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was polarising. And ooh. we don't have enough of that in, in car design anymore. And you look at Benz's new lineups, an example of it. I saw a thing the other day which had a an S class, an E class, and a new C class. That same. Mate, I've got to tell you, I know my way around cars. Yeah. I couldn't pick it. Yeah. We yeah, joked about it a few uh, ten episodes ago. Someone had bought an E class, and we were like, couldn't, "Did you buy an E class? Did you buy C? Or was the series? Bring back Maserati and Lancia and on the sixties and seventies. They were designed. Well, yes. that, that leads to uh, I put an a, a Instagram post out. Yeah, your, feet. About, your feet. Your feet. Yeah, no, I was, I was relaxing. Yeah. That was a, just a throwback. He's gradually his pants on the because he was on the beach with his feet up, and I had to put my feet up at the desk. And um, one of our listeners, Paul DeSantos, sent us a question saying, is globalisation stifling car design and brand identity? Um, brand identity is a different thing to the design, I think. Um, I mean, the, the design of cars, there's a practicality to it, there's you know, a necessity to it with production. Um, but I, I genu- genuinely lament the days of the extremities of design where something was completely out there. You know, you don't see enough of it. No, I, I, I still think brands are, are, are keeping to their identity. It's it's the underneath that's globalisation. The underneath the chassis, they're sharing platforms the left, bin. right, and centre. Like, but like, it doesn't bother me. As long as they look different. Yeah. Right? yeah. But the problem is, you can't do these cars that are going to polarise and yeah. and then they're not going to sell. Well, no, no. I, 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 I think I think BMW, Audi, and Mercedes have got some sort of plus minus factor where they can actually go out a little yeah. bit. Whereas Ferrari, you get it wrong and you lose a lot of people. So the Fiat, the, the Ferrari Roma, you see that one? I love that car. So Ferrari's like Rolex. That Rolex could build the ugliest watch in the world. And, and, and it, line up and yeah, line, true, right? true. So, so, the people, oh, Rolls Royce built the Cullinan. That was an ugly car. Are you serious? No, but that, it was, that is, it was a beautiful That's a bit like older with the Piazza. What were they? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember them when they came out? They were... The, What's wrong? The, well, there was They were on sale the century. They must have been a good car. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what the issue is, they they can't, they won't go too far away from what works. Because if you look at Mercedes, but who? Mercedes, BMW. Mercedes, no, they, they do. They go all the way, then they take they, steps they, back. They, guys, no, but you can't. You look at a C63. Yeah. A C63. Too much following. Right. It does. It's it's like a bulletproof recipe. Right? Yeah. As long as they keep building them, for what? Yeah. people keep buying them. The C63, the E6, it was the M3 of the right. it's the M3 yeah. of the night. But I'm going to go right. back to design. As long and as they've got the, the yeah. key yeah. ingredients, they've got you know, people will still buy. It's what sells. Yeah. That's all it comes they, down that's to. That's what they want. Mm. But I, I'm going to go to Andrew's Defender when we drove your Defender a couple of weeks ago. I mean, was that, that the one you drove into the pole and got time to quickly fix it? <laughs> yeah, that was the that was oh, like the quickest yeah, 24 hour yeah. turnaround. Oh, that was yeah. a, that was oh, that one. Andrew yeah. yeah. was in the car. Andrew was in the car. <laughs> so I wouldn't t- let him out of his <laughs> I know. Billy. He had to sit next to me to balance the air suspension. So <laughs> now he heard the episode where you took Ross's uh, X5 for a run. But that design is a unique design. It can be polarizing, but. I mean, you've got a lot of people, wait, what, they wave at you? Yeah, Discovery owners, uh, Range Rover owners. I, I'm flipped out with that design. That's just amazing. I think they're waving because it's the first one they've seen. <laughs> 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 right? 
was going to say that. There's a defender that's not on fire. They're doing well, champ. No, that's unfair, Brad. That's very unfair. I've never seen one running before. The guy's going to travel Australia in it. Just tell a land cruiser behind you before. And it wasn't downhill. They were waving because it was going uphill. Talk about design. Land Rover have done an amazing design with their cars. On what? Well, they're all the same All of them. They're all the same I haven't driven the new one. I'm not talking about... No, I'm not talking about design. He said design. He didn't say actual driving. There's no He's the king of the 60s, baby. I drive Cadillacs for a living. Oh, you're talking about the Range Rover they brought out in 1984. No, no. I think Look at Look at that. You're a testament, bud. You drove it. What do you think? I loved it. But it was brand new. And under warranty. It's got warranty. So, no, it drove really well. see, Land Rover could... With the Defender, they get away with it because the people that bought all the other Defenders up until then, they were happy with that quirky Well, that image, t- it was a tin shed. Right? But it was basically right. a tin shed. Yeah, but hang on a minute, look at the G-Rags. They're doing the same shit with the G-Rags. That was a NATO, that was right. a NATO design car. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no other SUV like it. I mean, if you look at yeah. Land Rover, I think is a good example here. If you grab Audi, BMW and Benz and go X5, Q7, Boring. and the G or whatever they call it now... They're all kind of the same. They're yeah, they're all the same. The Defender, Range Rovers, they all sit left of centre, and some people are absolutely polarised away from it, mm. but some people love it because it, it's record. It's, 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 it's it all it is. To muck around with the Defender design is very difficult. I think they've done. They've moved away from the tin shed. I love it. I love it. Tall car, very tall car, presence on the road. They had no choice because the the one it replaced. Well, this, this, you know, most manufacturers have a uh, release a car, have a midlife update in three years, and then replace it in seven. Well, Land Rover had a midlife update never and replaced it 50 years Eventually. later. Eventually. So who yeah. owns Land Rover again? Tata. Tata. They own Jaguar. They haven't rebirthed Jaguar just yet. Uh, uh, except for the F type. So ja- Jaguar's just announced uh, two weeks ago that they're going full EV. Full EV, yeah, right. So they're getting rid of every combustion. So they've got the I type. Is it the I type? Jaguar, Jaguar, I think within I-type, five years, they're going to be a full EV producer. Wow. No combustion engine. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, Who's going to drive an EV car? Yep. Yeah. Bring it on. Really bring buying, it on. Bring in it 10 years on. they'll be buying engines off the other into their There's nothing worth thinking of. Jaguar and electrics. And only running on electrics. Let's go for a drive. Let's take the Afro. No, we'll take the Defender. Oh, no. Hang on. Chris just asked who he would drive an electric car. If you asked me 85 episodes ago, what would my answer be, Pete? Fuck no. No. What am I looking at now? Electric cars. Yep. What are you yeah, looking at? They're good. Okay, what's well, on your that's list? Now? Why? We'll take care why are you doing that, Ross? Why? Because, is why? that because you're bending to the pressure of society? No. Take care or because, your wife. Because, <laughs> no, because I think He's that listening to as a city car, as a city car, I think they're a good car. I was with a mate who's got a Tesla and he goes, oh, the other day he goes, I'll race you. I'm faster. I said, I'll race you to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, challenge, I'll challenge you hey, on Ross, the city car. Ross, I just came back from Hamilton Island. I got sick of charging the golf buggy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go to a petrol station any day. They're all got golf. You know they've got two charging stations here for the Teslas. Are they? Yeah, in, in, in the club. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. I mean, prime, you're, prime you're, you're saying because I need to be good to the environment, I need no. to drive an EV car. Is that what no, you're saying? I think that's a different argument. I don't think no. EVs are about environment. They're a different type of car. Correct. And you look at how most of us drive, right? Does anyone here every day? Travel 600 k's round trip anyway. No, no. except for Andrew. Whereas in some of the sta- in states you do, sometimes. not a day, but not 600. No. Unless you're a professional driver, right? My trucks do. So 
you know, you get your job. That's commercial, right? And that's, that's for now. We'll talk about it. They will be. That'd be brilliant. Be be excellent. Be fantastic, right? But you look at it from a practical side. You've got instant talk. You've got a quieter cabin. You've got a quieter, you know, environment, quieter traffic. You do have, as a as a benefit, I guess, you know, less emissions, but they're still um, environmentally costly to produce with recycling. That's exactly right. I mean, the so power required. It's not an environmental thing, but you sort of think as to how we looked at diesel for an age. And you'd go, oh, I want to buy a diesel car because it's cheaper to run, blah, 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 blah. I'll get a thousand cases of the tank all the Whatever. Day. Diesel now isn't an argument about it being cheaper or more expensive to run. It's a different type of engine. It's got truckloads of torque. Um, it's just a, simply a different type of car to drive. It, it has a different purpose. Correct. Long range trucks were the original purpose. But, more, sure. but the thing is, the diesels are a lot more refined now. Exactly. I wouldn't have bought a di- Like my they had seven, to you would have oh, known it's a diesel. Yeah. The diesel's yeah. mad. And the Passat. It's it's refined because at the end of the day, if you're buying an electric car because you're thinking you're being environmentally friendly, you're You're not not because because you need a coal-fired power. I'm looking at an electric car now because I'm doing so many kilometres. I've got the kids driving around. I'm doing four, five hundred k's a week. If I can do that in an electric car and make sure I plug it in every night and thrash the crap out of it, you've got to plug it in. Yeah, I'll plug it in. I'll get phone calls from my wife saying, "Lucky my phone's charged while my car isn't." So that's the problem. I actually looked into. I'm a Volkswagen nut. Uh, old old Volkswagens. Uh, type three station wagon, 1972. I was going to electrify that car. There's yeah. a kit you can buy. Out of, out right. of, uh, you can't. Does it? You can. I already looked into it. Right. Buy the kit. How much is it, guys? 15, 16 grand. Thirty grand to get the car on the road. You've got to get the batteries. The kit's okay. You've got the power. Depending on how much power you want to put in, out of a truck the batteries are expensive. <laughs> so it's 30, it's 30 grand to get that electrified. Mm. So it's quite expensive to Look, retro the, one. The modifying, I think, is, is unless you, you know, you're managing the load yourself, you're a fix-it bloke. There was a great show, what's the other day, that Wheeler Dealer show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did it. That's, that's fantastic. And there's a series where they're over in America. And they did a an electric conversion on. God, I can't remember the car now. Um, on oh, a, on a, on a, on a, um, on a uh, Maserati. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was Maserati. And how great was that? You watched it. Yeah. yeah look, the guy's got the skill set and the labour, so you're not, you know, slinging a week works yeah. worth of work yeah, to the mechanics. Right. But how good? Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah but what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say it's still a gimmick? Like well, if you're going to convert of. one over, it's a gimmick still. Like not a gimmick. What do you call it? It's like not. It's not. Not, hobby. not feasible. Yeah. No, not not feasible from a. From a pedestrian point of view, yeah, no. no, thirty grand. But so it's lots of things in life, you know. Yeah. Like an expensive watch, you can buy a cheap one that tells the time. We buy sure. an essential one because you like. Just look at your phone. Don't buy a watch at all. Correct. But from my perspective, there's no. I feel the what time, this climate change argument yeah. is running the electric car business. No. There's nothing more. There's no. Because it's. I disagree. I disagree. I think it's an absolute shift to a better technology. It is better tech. It is better technology. So less moving parts. Better technology being more efficient. You can get things done quicker. What does better technology mean? So if you look at how an electric engine performs in your day-to-day functionality of it, you have, I think, that amazing low-down torque. You've got in a climate like Australia, you don't have to sit there and wait for your engine to warm up to get the compressor mm. working for your air con. You'll have instant cold. You'll have instant hot in, in winter. Oh. You know, you have amazing towing capabilities. Mm. There are absolutely benefits. And more of them will come. Why do you, you know? need low-down torque in a passenger car when you're going from a satellite to a satellite? Why does a passenger car need to go more than 100 kilometres an hour? Torque is for heavy vehicles pulling mega loads. But not for a passenger car. Tom's daughter, for example, 
She wouldn't know or care whether the talk is, you know, 900 sure. metres or 140. She doesn't care if the mirrors are out. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kill me. The talk arguments are perfect. For city driving, for city driving, mm. the talk arguments are perfect. Other than the emotion, other than, other other than, other than the emotion of driving. Mm. Oh, rubbish. Oh. Other than sort of getting all these clowns a left-hand lane trying to overtake you on a set of lights. Because they reckon they've got the torque to beat you to the park that's car me. in front of them. And that's, I don't have an that's all it is. But the thing that's with, the thing with yeah. that is the whole... The, the, like, the, the thing about these... If we, we did the test drive in the, um, the Tesla. The Model the Tesla 3. 3. Yeah. Like, it went hard. It went hard. Yeah, but, yeah. You know what? But, but you know what? Well, no, he had it in... Um, no, I didn't put it in ludicrous. No, he just had it in... But I'm going to skip Whatever, one block, whatever. Mm. But the thing had no soul. Yeah, it because was, it had no noise. Yeah, but, but it wasn't. It was you can retro. It had no in. noise. That's this why. This was a hundred thousand dollar car. There are mad cars to drive. And it looked like you were sitting in an arcade game. Yeah. So, hello, like, you're saying noise had equal noise. soul? Yes. 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 Well, not necessarily. Not just no. noise. No. Even and some drivers. You mean vibrations and all that sort of stuff, right? That's right. Because even in my theatre. Theatre. Okay. So now you've got all these cars have got these basically. It's like the old. The Crenides, the football, the two metre pizza, you know, they've got this board across the dash. It's like four or five yeah. on the end of each yeah. other. Yeah. Right? It's a work sh- it's a, it's, it's a work gonna, And they're going to go to shit. And they already go to shit. And I sit in my Audi or, you know, uh, you know like Pete's, Pete's uh, McCann or whatever. That's and they've like still got, they, they've, still got ad, they've still got some analogue dials. You've <laughs> got your touch this and touch that. You go into anything with all these touch screens now, you can barely see the screen. It's like all greasy fingerprints. So now I've got to wipe my screen every time I get in and out. Of That's the car. not a big Just, issue, right? Yeah, it, no, I, wait, wait, wait. My daughter's car's yeah, got that. The big dash. Yeah. It's touch screen. Yeah. But on the steering wheel, there's dials and buttons yeah. to do everything with a touch screen. Yeah, I know. On the con- you don't even no, have to touch the screen. Well, it's not worse than I, I like, huh? I like yeah, the worst needles. Yeah. I like the needles. Right. Oh, yeah, but you can do that in the more, There's a bit more. Yeah, but, but hang on, You can retrofit all those needles into a Tesla. You can go old dash screen. Really? You know what you're talking about, like dashes and all that. See, I look at it like you know what I look at it. Uh, cars now, the accelerator, for instance. You're telling yeah. me the old cable, you had more fuel for it, eh? No, 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 but I'm just saying. Because you're saying about the dash of the needles. Yeah, but there was resistance. You know, with the cable, there was resistance. It's man man and machine, right? Yeah, but you're saying about the dash. These cars have got no cable, so before you could... If I touched it a little bit, it's going to go to 2,000 revs. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, the the whole thing of it, right, is very, I don't know... Clinical, like it's but it's just too more iPad. Yeah, but, 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 but they're, they're, not build, they're not building these cars that's for a, you, mate. That's yeah. right. Not, but that, you're <laughs> done. I know. We're all done. Yeah. You know, if we look around the table of the age of us, we are no longer the target market. Mate, we're selling that Tesla. We didn't know if it was running or not. But that big screen and the fireplace and all that. Why about cars? How old are you? 45. Good. The great hills. Youngest in the whole. Yeah. Youngest in here then. Probably me. Oh, yeah. He's one behind. Right. Well, he looks a lot older, but <laughs> he, do, he doesn't moisturise like I do. Petrol cars for a long time. Yeah. I've got to fix my hair today. Yeah. Right. Well, move on to. I'm going to go back to our first episode, where me and Halil, and I'm going to thank. I'm going to actually. I'll thank my daughter Billy because she showed me how to use 
these a computer. A computer. <laughs> it's the on button, Daddy. It's the on button. So we used to have Billy coming on the first couple episodes to set the recording up, and then we'd like go away. Now we know how to do it. Yeah. But we predicted on the first episode the death of Holden, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So we were, and, and, and thank you. We're at Collector Cafe up the top there when Correct. we first recorded. And we, Hal and I said, if these guys don't change their name to Chevrolet, they're finished. It's a global company. I missed the first episode. People told me, goes, mate, you coming? I'm nowhere near with the farm. No, well, so, the thing was, and that was, you know, that was, the, they'd already said that the Commodore was going. Yeah, we knew but that. We, we, we straight out said they have nothing, nothing in left. the pipeline. And now yeah. you look at it now today, right? And there is nothing. <laughs> and there is nothing. Back, back not that long ago, Holden was doing uh, bad sharing with David. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With who? David. 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 During the Super Bowl this year, General Motors announced a man on the moon moment with General Motors, where they said they are going to be a fully electric manufacturer within 10 years. They have one. They have yeah. one car in the market <laughs> globally that's a fully electric car at the moment. Well, the Holden Volt as well. They're going to, the that was going to be the design Volt. table. That's full of electric cars. But they're going to bring yeah. out a sports version, an RE Volt, and they put the badging on it. Got a self. But that lady with the Thunderbolt. But, but what yeah. did happen to their electric cars? Nothing. What happened? No, too soon. Yeah, but the thing was, this was just. I'll give you the best example. Right when the. Camaro came out in the what? I think it was 2010. Camaro. The Camaro. Right? No, Camaro in 2010. <laughs> the Camaro. Right? Camaro. Camaro. Oh. When the Camaro came out, right? That was basically on the VE architecture. Right? Yeah. So there was absolutely no logical reason not to build that car in right-hand drive and export it. Because there was already a right-hand drive version of it. The running gear was the fucking same. But what a GM in the States do? No. Fuck you! You're not getting it. Buy it and convert it yourself. And they gave it to Bumblebee. But you could. <laughs> but, but you can make it, right? Because we're making it and we designed it. Yeah. We, we've done the hard work. So do you want to maybe send ten thousand a year to us because it'll work? Or fifteen? No. They would have sold like gangbusters because look at Ford with a Mustang. You couldn't get it. So and then they had the chance to do it again with the new Camaro. Didn't do it. GM in the States has basically said to Holden Australia, who's who always propped them up with their design and engineering teams, right? Get fucked. Yeah. That's what they said to them. Right? And then they... Well, they did it. And then they wanted a billion dollars underwritten by the Australian government to stay on, right? And... We did help them. Hockey... No, Hockey and Turnbull said, don't like it, leave. Right? And everyone thought, that's why they left. No. Because they're going to take the billion dollars and then say, guys, we're leaving anyway. They're going to leave anyway. Peter and I heard firsthand the rationale behind that were at SEMA. Yep. The Americans were fantastic, spoke to us, they loved Aussies. Remember the Chevrolet bloke said to us, we talked about this great new product we saw over there, and we said, mate, you're going to send them out to Australia? He looked at us and he goes, I've got a bigger market in Tennessee than to send to Australia. Yeah. Why would yeah. I send it over there? And just nothing. And like the F100s, the F150s, they make... One every eight eight seconds. Yeah. They make a million a year. Why would they care about Australia? It was a great care. quote the boss of Ford made in like 2005 or something when he was in Australia. And he was asked by a journalist, what do you think of the Australian automotive market? And he said, I've never seen so few people get so much choice. It's right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 70 yeah, car yeah, makers. Yeah. 
Well, that leads That's to a question. One of our listeners sent in a question, Andrew Calmiota said, will Australian car manufacturing come back as we are becoming more insular nope. due to the pandemic? No. Nope. Or is it dead and buried? No, it's, it's dead, dead and buried. Oh, dead I think the really cars might be dead. We don't... We're too far away. Our design and engineering... Well, cost. Yeah, right? Design and engineering work class. For manufacturing and then to export... No, not that labour. That cost of labour and all that, anyway. That all that. Comes that still light. doesn't work because you have got to send a car the from here. The building of cars can be efficient, right? It's not really the labour. Yeah, but right. It's automated. You know, volume. you got robots now. It's a volume. You got it's stuff volume. for people sitting in a plant making stuff. It's the R and D. You can do that anywhere in the world. I think that the fact that we are so far away, and if I build, if I want to build a car from Germany, I have to tell a client it's going to take four months to get there. You can go and stand in a dealership in the UK. And there can be no supply, and you'll have one in six weeks. Yeah. However you want it. Well, I've got to wait four months. We're the asset of the world. And everything here is Too expensive. Much yeah. they've, got, they've got to pay like land tax. They're this. They're well, they get subsidised. Yeah. Hey, I've, got, I've got a question. It comes all off away from all this. I thought I was going to text in and you know as a yeah, you should have listened. Now that everyone's here, everyone's here. You've got your name. Did anyone a while back, like a couple of years ago, hear about that guy who invented a motor to run off salt water? And he was booming. He started getting. Why did it rust? No, 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 no. Wait, listen. Out of salt water, ocean water, and then no, and then all of a sudden, you never heard of it again. Same with well, the oil people. Same with what's his name? What's the Australian guy? Sarich. Oh yeah, yeah, the Wackley. Gone. Yeah, blow up. Chris is coming back. Mazda has a. How can we look into that? The Skyactiv program. Yep. Rotary. The Rotary's coming back. Okay. Yes. All right. I've talked to Rick Shaw about that. Why don't they do it? Back in those times, the metals they made the rotary out of Correct. weren't efficient, like weren't right. Yeah. But now, because they've got new metals and all that, they will be a mad motor. A rotary? Yeah. Why like, are Because of the metals. They're no, they're going to make them again. Mazda's bringing it back. What model did they say? Way last. RX3. RX9. Interesting RX9. how like the, a, EV, the, EV, the, the whole EV game has changed like a lot of design in the higher-end manufacturers as well, like mm -hmm. Maserati, who won't release the new Gran Turismo because they wanted to get the EV bit right. So it's extended mm -hmm. the line of the Gran Turismo, right. and now they're waiting for the, um, the new one to come out. And that'll be an electric car or a hybrid? <laughs> I, I think it's hybrid. <laughs> oh, seawater. I'm gonna, seawater. I'm going to apologise to Chris because last week Chris brought his uh, Maserati four-door, uh, Quattroporte, sorry. I used to call it the Italian Statesman. I'm going to stop calling it the Italian Statesman because the Statements are, statements are going up in value. <laughs> <laughs> and the Maserati isn't. So it's more likely to start. So you don't, well. I don't want to swap anymore. Yeah, so, <laughs> so the Grange is actually... Yeah, that, are, are you selling the Grange? Are we, are we putting it on? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Yeah. Bon. The car and it comes with a bottle of Grange, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Are they, are they yeah it's empty. bottle of Grange. It's empty, but it's still there. No, I'm going to bring more of them. Yeah. More yeah. bottles. Ooh. So... If we put it on the 49. Yeah. Are we advertising yeah, for We're going to get rid of it. Yeah, no, whatever. It'll, like, be, it'll be available for by collector cars. Because actually, yeah. what's yours worth now, Hal? The GDSR? 300? A million no. bucks? No. 1.5? 2 million. 190? 200. 200. Uh, what did you pay for it? Really? What's the range worth? What did you pay for it? That's a range. 129. That's a much limited. Best car ever bought. And he's never used the steering wheel. 
what can I say something too? Right, the last two weeks, the cars, what I've been hearing, I don't know about, is different things. Car sales, a lot more volume of cars on there. Yep. And there's a lot less people looking for cars at the moment. Oh, so it's coming right? back to normal. It is coming back to normal. Oh, so that's what I've heard. You're talking We're, to the wrong people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's still a supply issue from the new George cars. No, no, <laughs> guys, there's 138,968 cars for car, at the moment on car sales. There's three people it, looking. Yeah, it used to be around about the 300 mark. Yeah. See? Oh, so it's still low. Very low. Okay. It used to be around the 300 mark about three or four years ago. You might be able to shed some light on this. Yeah, that's true. it's really interesting at the minute. There's, Corona's changed a lot of people's thoughts towards public transport. Mm. You had a lot of houses. You had a lot of houses that scaled back to. Yeah, there you go. Not for just radio. So many people on the road. Just upset you. I caught a train today and it was empty. Empty, right? You look at the buses. You look at the T ways. You look at all those sorts of things. Taxis, Ubers, all that sort of stuff. So the families that over the years have scaled back to one car, and God, Dad's going to you know catch the train to the city and back, and now buying the other cars or not selling the car and having a two-car family or even a three-car family, they might have two reasonable cars at home and want to get something sub-10 grand that they leave at the train station that they don't care if it gets broken into or whatever. So on the flip side of that, you've also got this hot run in the market where consumers have been going, oh, I can't be too hard to sell my car, I'll stick it online, I'll get an extra four or five grand, whatever. And they go through a very interesting exercise exercise of going okay it's not actually that easy to sell a car it's yep. also a real pain to sell one um, you're better off going oh, to five my <laughs> you're better off going to a dealer writing a check and getting something correct and you know Ross and I were talking before this about a, a car that's currently um, someone's complaining about on a, a BMW blog with no compliance plate and no VIN number is bought from an auction it's the same, you know, all of those sorts of things. You, you, you get that stuff from dealers, you'll never have an issue. You've got the security, the backup, and the support network. The private sales stuff, it's buyer beware, you're going to have strangers come to your house, all those sorts of and things. And there's a lot more scamming going on because 100%. the internet allows it to happen. That's January 109. Where do you work again? I, I did, well, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Manhouse back now. No, well, look, there's opportunities out there because they see, oh, there's not much around. I mean, people are asking close to full freight on a five-year-old Hilux as to, you know, <laughs> what, what do you really... Well, can you get any new Hiluxes? Can well, you get any thing, of those? Isn't it a supply? Yeah, can um, you buy the new one? That's the yeah, but lately I've been seeing a lot of semi-trucks coming in with cars on them. Yeah. Teslas yeah. today. Yeah, I've seen a half a dozen money. trucks all going down. Here, yeah, all of those first Teslas that have come in have just been built in China for the first time. Yeah, so all of those Teslas that have just landed, it's the I first just, I've been seeing them going. Yeah. What's that? Freeway along Moore Park. Yep. Sorry, yeah. Chinese yeah. made. Yep. Yeah. 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 Where Tesla does that happen? Might be better than the American. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. The other the other thing with the whole COVID thing is you had a lot of people who have have money, right? And they weren't going to go on a holiday. Yeah. They weren't going to do this. So what did they do? They renovated houses, bought cars. Correct. You just yeah, because they bought it at home, so they get on the internet. Yeah, so to, if you, if you look at what's FA. happened... Go to Ferrari yeah. and order an F8. You won't get one until 2024. Well, my mate has got one. Hey, yeah. I had a nice 488... What was it? 488. GTB. Yeah. 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 Non-spider. Nice, nice car. Yeah. 600. I know he was fixing it. Did you I fix it? it? Also, no, three 1991 cars because of uh, historic registration. Yep. There's a lot of people going for that. 
It's forty nine yeah, bucks like a year. I have had a few historic bridges and yeah, cars. You, how did you I get, get that though? People are rolling around nineteen eighty eight Corollas, so six month rents. No, no, no. Five thousand cases or less, isn't it? Some people bought a ninety. No, it's sixty times a year. Sixty times a year. So it's a day a day a week. You just went through that exercise. You just bought. How do they know? A nice three Bentley. Now, now let me tell you this. Chris, how do they know if you've driven it sixty times? You got a logbook now, and it actually they just produced a new logbook before it was a bit of paper which you. Lose. Now, now it's a little booklet, yep. and it's got dates. Got Every time you drive the car, you've got to enter it. You will pass. be fined dramatically. I've not had the opportunity to fill it out, George, before, oh, okay. but I just recently bought a Bentley, <laughs> which was a '93 complied car. But how did you get it? It was built in 1991. Yes. So therefore, I could actually. Register yeah, for his ass. <laughs> I've saved two and a half thousand dollars because yeah. you got registration about twelve hundred. You got yeah, but you can't drive no it. green slip. You can drive it anytime you like. You can drive it locally. You can only drive it sixty times a year. No. 60 times a year on a longer trips, yeah. but locally, you know, in your own suburb, you may be able to get away with it. I'm not actually promising that you they can. Call. Yeah, but if you get they pulled call. over and you're, if you even, if you wash the car and go, I'll go around the block just to blow the water off it and, you know, come back in the driveway. If you get pulled up and your long hook's not filled in, you're fucked. It's the same fine really? as unregistered and uninsured. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to show them your license and say, look, I just took it around the block. No, you, no, may get a, no. you may get a decent... Chris, Chris, they, the... That the decision was that you know how they've given the proper books now. Yes. Right. That was we will make this permanent because everyone behaved. But if you get caught without the book in your car or it's not full, if you get T-boned, really? you did. If you go for a drive around and the you, haven't and got you a get T-boned and they turn around and go, mate, you're driving an unregistered car. You shouldn't even. Be Hang on. Right. If you get T-boned and you still got your arms and legs, you should actually write it into the book. <laughs> <right. laughs> Get a trade plate. Yeah. But basically, yeah, the trade plate's the best. Ross, you put the trade plate next to the historical plate. You'd be fine. <laughs> it's 49 bucks for a green slip and red job. Actually, no. Halil, no, it's correct. It's, it's $49 for the pink, handwritten pink slip and 49 for the red job. So Who it's a handwriter. You all pink slips have to be handwritten. You're getting ripped, ripped off. I get it for 20 bucks. you buy new cars. It's all right. You relax. What's a pink slip? It's actually called green safety. And here's the best bit about the historic cars. Here's the best bit about historic retro. No stamp duty. No stamp duty. So I just bought a car. I did to pay a single cent. And for our listeners, this is only for New South Wales. So I don't know about Victoria. Allegedly. Victoria. Victoria. Did that get changed? From my pre-1991. Pre-1991 yes. built. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The Victoria, it's 25 years old. In New South Wales, 30 years old. So oh, Victorians are get earlier. Oh. In WA, what is it? Three years old. <laughs> I, don't I don't think they care. They, care. they bring everything in. Mate, they, they, they drive you anywhere. can't drive anywhere. It's closer to Singapore than The best northern, southern hemisphere nation for cars is New Zealand. Why? Because they grey imported Subaru. 30, 40 years ago. Subaru. Yeah. They were grey importing and their government allowed it and they have amazing yeah, but they had no manufacturing interest. They had no manufacturing. Correct, correct. So they didn't care. So why are we still having this taxes on cars? Car tax. 
Where we don't have to protect an industry anymore. We've got coronavirus. That's true. I don't think you can re- retroactively tax a ever. Another one of sixty times a year is a lot of driving. It's it is. It's, it's a day a week. It's, it's designed for every weekend. That's what it's designed. It's to go to your car event. Sunday and correct. And a long weekend. I would rather just pay the red zone driver thing every day. Yeah. Well, rich people can talk that way, Ross, but I wouldn't want to have to worry about getting a car. But I wouldn't. Here's the other thing. I wouldn't want to buy a car yeah. older than 1990 today. You? Wasn't yeah, because I love the way cars were made back then. I love the analogue situation. So I love the noise. Uh, we noticed that two weeks ago in the Porsche with no air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. So it goes much faster. We were listening to the last yeah. episode. Yeah. We were driving the 993 Turbo. <laughs> but you know what? It was a 280. Two windows down, 80k an hour. It's pretty it was cool. The original yeah. air... Came out of that car. The I'm fucking original air is still in there. You don't fucking <laughs> turn the aircon on. No aircon. Well, the, no, the, 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 the thing with the historic cars is that people have been buying cars that they wanted when they were younger. Yes. Correct. It's a poster. Which has driven the price. It's a poster from when you were 10. But there's also no, practicality. No, no, no. I went and bought the Hilux. You saw the Hilux? Yeah. I went and bought a 1985 Hilux. It was one owner, books, the original business card, the salesman, everything, the stripes. Right? Original condition. And I paid. Five grand for it. I got laughed at two years ago. Yeah, I got laughed at. You're an idiot. Five grand. You could have bought a like a two oh nine, like an oh nine. No, 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 no. You know what I bought? You bought. I bought myself a box trailer with an engine and a steering wheel. There you go. And and it's half the price of the Reg I was paying on my box trailer. Oh, by the way, here's the domino effect. Insurance is way, way cheaper. 180 bucks a year for 10 hours. What's a Hilux worth now? What's that worth? 10 hours. 90 grand. Capital gains tax. Hang on. There you go. You don't have to have any plates. You can get cheap insurance for, I like, 30 years and over or whatever. It doesn't matter. No, but they like the low kilometre option. No, I know, but, like, if you've got, say, a VL or whatever, you can insure that for heritage. I don't know what they call it. Well, on my, on my collector car side, on my collector car side, I've got some newer cars, a 2009 um, RS4 natural aspirated V8, and I've got a 1990 laser, Ford laser gear, under 100,000 kilometres, every book absolutely immaculate, red with a velour, and it's pure velour, and it's just going like hotcakes. Like the Grange. Remember that car? I had one of those. Like the Grange. The Grange is going to come on. We need him to get a triple S Pulsar Reebok. That would be I had the opportunity to buy one. Sign us up, the Pulsar, the Reebok. I had the opportunity to buy one. Yeah, that's next to the Carla Zampani laser. So didn't someone bring out, who brought the Adidas car out? The Ford. Ford? Was Ford? No, uh, Volkswagen had the, the GTI. No, this is no, no, this yeah, is early. Yeah, yeah, back, back this is when we were three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what? What was There was the Reebok. There was the Carlos Zampati. The Carlos Zampati. There was also there's a sports girl car. No, no, that's the one you had. No, that's the one you had. The sports girl. Sports girl. As your first car. Wasn't there a cappuccino? The Suzuki cappuccino. Yeah, that was that. But it wasn't a branded car. In in um in America they had um Zenia. Xenia Cadillacs and they had yeah, the right. Lincoln Mark, the Continental Mark 8s had some designers. Yeah, so there a lot yeah. of designers we couldn't get in the market, yeah. you know, getting some very weird interiors. In, in Italy, you could buy a 7 Series BMW and then you'd get someone like Versace to do the interior. Oh, is that right? But so that's, right. that's bespoke, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about production lines. The guy that did the Veron with the Hermes. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, God. Oh. It's all fake. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> 
So, yeah, so basically, thank you guys, uh, and we haven't thanked our listeners for uh, for putting up with us for 100 episodes. Hanging in there, my God, that's another, pretty damn good. Another 100 All to come. All four of you, you're yeah. awesome. No, 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 in Europe we're going off. Thanks, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're still rating high, we're in the top 10 in Italy still, we don't speak Italian, but God. we're eating Italian tonight. <laughs> so, to our listeners and those who are sending questions. Grazie mille, Italiani. Thank you very much for supporting us and listening to us. It's a bit of fun, it's just a bunch of blokes talking about cars, which is what we do nearly every day. And we send photos to each other and, and listings and things that we can't afford and things that we our wives won't let us buy. So, <laughs> so it's just a bit of a passion of ours and we're, we're enjoying it and we're going to keep going. And, and the dinners for you guys that you spoke tonight for helping us out as Thank well. Thank you very much. So, Thank you know, you. Peter, Ross, Lil, yeah, well so done on 100 episodes. Thank you very much. Another 100 more, as they say so, in uh, the classics. And then um, we'll get on to our primetime radio and Absolutely. take over 2GV. Absolutely. There you There's go. Turbo, so, um, I love it. So you know where to follow us, you know where to uh, rate us and review us and uh, download us and send in your questions at alltalk at outlook.com.au and thank you for listening. And bye for now. Bing.